Hey everybody, Clint Louie here coming to us with five minutes from friendship. So anything important in life, it ought to be able to withstand some testing, some proving, some scrutiny. If you buy a car, do you not test drive it? Sure you do. You test drive it, check the tires, look up under it, pop the hood, take it to a mechanic maybe. If you're going to graduate from a university or you graduate from, from a high school, do they not test you before they award you your diploma? Do they not test your knowledge? Quite certainly, because they want to, they put you to the test. They prove to see if you know what you're talking about. Testing. Is it too much to ask that your profession of faith in Christ can also withstand testing? What I'm saying to you is there's a lot of people out there who, who say they're Christian, but they live like devils. Now, that's just being real, friends. There's a lot of people out there who say, oh, yeah, yeah, I did all that years ago. But if you were to put it to the test, they would fail miserably. The only problem here is when we talk about failing this test, we're not talking about failing and getting an F in math. We're talking about the difference between life and death, eternal life and eternal damnation. Knowing Christ or being separated from him for all of eternity. I'm not telling you that works we do save you. Listen, works do not save you. Only Christ can save. And the Bible says that we are saved by grace through faith. But I'm telling you that where the Lord saves, he also changes. He leaves his fingerprints behind. And so the Bible even gives us tests that says, this is how we know that we know Christ. This is how we know that we are in Christ. You can put it to the test, friend. So let me give you a few of these, all right? I'm in the book of 1 John. Read the book of 1 John. Put your profession of faith to the test. Here's a couple of them. One is this, found in 1 John 2 and verse 3. It's a test of obedience. He says, hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. The test of obedience. God works in his people, producing obedience in their lives. Do you seek to do his will? Do you delight to do his will? Do you want to obey God? Do you want to follow after the Lord Jesus Christ? A person who says, oh, I'm a Christian, but he, he, could, he doesn't even entertain the thought of God in his thinking. His life isn't made up of what does God want. His life is made up of what, does, what do I want? Friend, obedience, if you can cheerfully, happily, carelessly live in disobedience to God, you're failing, you have failed the test. Secondly, there's a test of loving the brethren, loving God's people, loving the church. Somebody say, I don't need the church to be saved. Church doesn't save you, friend. But I'm going to tell you something. The Lord Jesus Christ will put love in your heart for his bride. He will put love in your heart for brothers and sisters in Christ. 1 John 3 and verse 14. Do you love the brethren? Do you love God's people? Another test is knowing and believing the truth about Jesus Christ. 1 John 4 and verse 2. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. 1 John 4, 2. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. That Jesus Christ is God in human flesh. 
God became a man without ceasing to be God. That Christ is God the Son, the Son of the living God. That he was crucified, buried, and he rose from the dead. God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And he is the only Savior, the only way. Do you, do you, I'm not talking about just knowing that from, uh, like just something you quote from memory from a Sunday school lesson. I'm talking about is that the conviction of your soul today? Do you believe in Christ and Christ alone? Another test. Do you have the Holy Spirit living in you? 1 John 4, 13. Look, at, look that verse up. Hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he hath given us of his spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit lives inside of each believer in Christ. When you get saved, the moment you get saved, you get baptized in the Spirit. He comes to live in you. And He works. He seeks to make you and me more like Jesus Christ. He teaches us the Scripture and comforts us in the Word of God. And He seeks to glorify Jesus he glorifies the Son of God in you and through you. That's his work. That's what he does. And then finally, there's a, a witness within about being saved. God changes you. He changes your life. 1 John 5 verse 10. This witness within. Has God changed your life? I don't profess to you today that Every, that believers are without sin. I am not sinless. But God Almighty makes dead men to live. And if you're sitting in church, but you are dead, dead in the spirit. I mean, you don't know God. You might sit in a church and your reasons for being church might be social. It might be uh, just for pride. I don't know. But you're dead. And, and the Lord will show you that. And friend, I want to tell you, God's not looking to make a dead man look a little more appealing. God is making, looking to make dead men live. He will give you new life in Christ. And Jesus is the only way. So let's put it to the test. Are these evidences at work in your life? I encourage you to read the book of 1 John. I encourage you to pray and seek the Lord. Let's give our attention to the Lord. God bless you. Thank you for joining me as we consider the most precious one of all, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the matter of our own souls. God bless you. Have a great day.